You sound like Miley right now. I do. Yeah, because Miley's got a real deep register, I uh feel like. (laughs) And you are the most hungover right now. My voice very low. Yeah. Is it kind (laughs) of sexy or no? Like Phoebe Buffay when she's sick. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Are Are you hungover or are you tired? I think today I'm tired, but yesterday I was tired and hungover. Yeah. But I am also tired. All right. Well, but, uh, I mean, I am also hungover. Um, <laughs> that's yeah. See, brain is fried. Right. But I will. You know what? A horse voice and stuff is like just proof of a great time. You know. That's true. So I'm okay with it. We are broadcasting. Well, not live because this is taped. <laughs> I, it's so weird that I go into radio world when like Constant. I'm like trying to transition to things, and I need to stop doing that. You're listening yeah. to yeah, 1025 FM. I even, and I did, we are broadcasting. We're broadcasting live from Brandy's <laughs> mom's house right now. <laughs> Studio City. It's beautiful here. Is it? It's actually gross out. Uh, it's whatever. It's, it's freezing nice. for LA. It is a little bit cold. Uh, and Sarah's yeah. hanging out with us as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got nothing else to do. <laughs> well, so I'm leaving tomorrow. <laughs> Where the hell are you going? On a jet plane. I'm going to New York for like 11 days. What? To go work on a project. Is it a secret project? I think so. Oh. I don't really know. So anyways, uh, <laughs> oh, I, don't I, really hate it. I don't know the words I think it's secret. to use here. Okay. Uh, anyways, I go to New York for that. And mm. um, so I was like, meetings all day today. And then mm. I got home and uh, Sarah, I was like, you're going to hate me, but I got to go over to Brandy's. We got to do this podcast. I was like, you come with us. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So it's worth spending time before I have to leave. Oh, tomorrow. it's cute because you're not going to New York at all. No. Okay. It's I'm actually going to New York as soon as he gets back. No. Yeah, I know. Why do you guys do this to yourselves? I don't know. <laughs> Why does stupid. our work do this to us? Yeah, yeah. It's true. No. Uh, you want to start the show? Sure. Bros and hoes, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with Wells and Brandy. Hey, hey, hey. Bow, 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 bow. And Sarah. And Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, here too. And Sarah, Sarah. <laughs> um, this is gonna be good because we're gonna talk Game of Thrones. Oh yeah. And Sarah was the most annoying last night when Ooh. we watched Game of Thrones. Did you talk the whole time? Um, why? Why is it? Why were you annoying? Yes. I had had I a, a, lot a, a, a couple cocktails with <laughs> a girlfriend. Yeah. Beforehand, so I was already on the edge of my seat mm. from that. Yep. And mm-hmm. then you put last night's episode mm-hmm. into it. Oh and yeah. It's just you're off your seat. You're flying. Flying. It was just a lot of her yelling at the screen. <laughs> I did the same thing. And yeah. I'm like, shut up. I need to know what they're saying here. I know. I watch Game of Thrones like guys watch football. <laughs> yeah. I think that they can hear me and that they can take my advice. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like guys are like, why didn't you do that play? Uh-huh. What the hell? Oh my God. And I'm like, why didn't you start off with the fucking dragons? Yeah. What the hell? Oh, man. Yeah. I'm like the cheer mom. During Game of Thrones, like when one of the characters <laughs> does something right, I'm like, "Yes, yeah. get it, Danny." <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, Danny didn't do anything yeah, right. She didn't do shit. Neither did like, John. They, Nothing. I'm, oh, I'm glad Wait. that you guys are having a nice date, flying dragons over a <laughs> war zone. Yeah. But might want to come on down and help us out. <laughs> okay. So, we, are we just going to start the show with this? Do you want to start with Stagecoach? Sure. Let's start with Stagecoach we because because we got to figure out what's wrong with your voice, and okay, so everyone listen. needs to understand what's going on. No. You were at Stagecoach all weekend, which I looked was. it looked really cool. It was mega lit. I new favorite festival. 
beats Coachella by far. I know. My brother's been saying that for years uh-huh. now. But the thing is, I'm not a big country guy. No I'm offense to either. your father. but Not either. Oh, my father played the Diplo stage. I know. Well, your, your family is now transcending music at this point. Yeah. Like, you're... Dad played the Diplo stage uh-huh. at Stagecoach, which, by the way, <laughs> Diplo's at Stagecoach? And I then, wondered the same thing. And then playing a Lil Nas X uh-huh. remix uh-huh. with BRC. Yeah. I mean, what time was that at? Diplo started at 5 till 12. Oh, wow. And then my Whoa. dad went on at like 1230. Did people just go nuts? People were, it was not. I mean, people were so hammered by yeah. the time it even started. Did they know it was going to happen? Because we, we knew that this was going to happen. We couldn't say anything. Yeah. Exactly. Was it, was it like out there? So it wasn't really out there, but I think yesterday evening they they kind of started to drop hints because they yeah. wanted to make sure people because it was Stay the last up. thing of yeah. the night. Yeah. yeah, they didn't want everyone to just leave, and so they dropped some hints, uh, low key on social media. And then the other thing that really um, like like made people aware was that they went by the stage at like nine o'clock and did a, a quick little sound check oh, side okay. stage, check oh. their in-ears. And there were already like 200, 300 people just standing right there, like know, knowing something was up. Mm-hmm. And when they saw my dad on the side of the stage sound checking, they started chanting like, Billy Ray, Billy Ray, and like oh, singing Old Town Road and stuff. And so I'm sure they went and told their little friends yeah. and those friends told their friends. And I think word traveled pretty fast. I mean, you want the word to get exactly. out though, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's super cool. It was really epic. So, um, okay. So Stagecoach as a whole, I just liked it so much better. I, I'm not a big country guy either. Mm-hmm. And honestly, the lineup wasn't impressive at all to me. But it's just such, it's so much more laid back. And people are there to actually hear the music and actually have a yeah. good time. And it, I don't know, like it's, it co- Coachella to me just, it looks like a costume party now. Mm-hmm. And no one's even paying attention to the bands. And I don't know, at least here, like everyone was just in, in like cutoffs and boots and hats and just drunk as fuck and just there to have a good time and I really liked that about it. So a lot of people do drugs at Coachella. Yeah. Is Stagecoach just like a beer place? I think so. I think yeah. everyone's just hammered out of their minds. Maybe some of them smoke a little weed, but it's mostly just alcohol. But I just think. that. Yeah. yeah. Maybe well, that's I, why it's better than Coachella. Uh-huh. Live Nation is loving that because that yeah. means I think it's Live Nation who puts on stage. I have no idea. Because uh, that means gigantic beer sales. Oh, yeah. If, yeah. Because if because festivals that do, that are like raves and stuff, mm-hmm. that's Molly. People don't really drink on that. They just drink water. Uh-huh. You know? So. No, they have like, like lines forever long of people waiting to get, get beer and stuff. They yeah. have their own beer bars and everything at Stagecoach. So, yeah, I would think they make a killing. So, I went the whole weekend. I really did it hard. But, um, my friend Sam Hunt headlined Saturday night, yep. and we uh, we had a group of like I'd say fifteen of us, like that that are all friends from Nashville, um, that went out into the pit for Sam's set, and and Sam hasn't played many shows in the past couple of years, so it was like a rare like like appearance for him, and it was just so fun. Like their energy was so great. I think the guys were having fun being on stage. And all of us just had so much fun being together and like getting to see Sam play. So that was epic. And then after Sam's set was Dion Carnival. And so Neon Carnival, they've always done at Coachella. I'm sure. Have you been? Yeah. To the after party? They, they do Neon Carnival at Stagecoach now? They just did for the first time this year. Oh. And I didn't know what to expect. I was like, are these people going to want to go to Neon Carnival? Yeah. Like, who's going to be there? Are they going to fill it? Like, I had a lot of questions. But so Neon Carnival starts at midnight and doesn't have an end time. So oh, by God. the time we got out of the yeah. festival and got to Neon Carnival, it was 2 a.m. That's my nightmare. Mm. 2 a.m. I had taken an Adderall at 5 p.m. to make sure I could make it to 2 a.m. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get there and there's there's no more liquor. All the alcohol is like what? gone. 
like by two. Like there was no alcohol it left. It starts at midnight. It was How crazy. Are you, like not prepared to last. I have two no hours? idea, but somebody did a solid and had snuck in their own liquor somehow, Amazing. and um and and let us have like two bottles of it. So we actually, yeah, it was nuts. Like, like full like alcohol yes, bottles. Yes, like full bottles. Oh. It was fabulous. So what an we stayed and and danced and had so much fun. We stayed until four a.m. Mm. We were the last people there, like me and my group. It was like, there was like 15, 20 of us. And literally the DJ shut down, left, walked out. <laughs> they were sweeping the dance floor and we were still there. It was amazing. And so we that was 4 a.m. By the time we got back to my house, it was like 4.30 a.m. And then everyone just kind of uh, convened in the kitchen and kept the party going. And then around 5.30, it starts getting light outside. And everyone's like, oh, sh- we, yeah. we got to yeah. go home. <laughs> like, it's daylight. Who got the most lit? I saw Blake was Ooh, there Blake. dressed like a crazy person. Yes. Blake, he, fun story about Blake. Yeah. He made the rookie mistake of wearing black denim and a, and black, like all black, but like denim all day, the first day and all night. Like not cut off? Not, no, like full denim, oh, God. boots, and a black tank. And I, he was chafing so badly <laughs> oh that by day two, he was carrying around a little bottle of Gold Bond oh, yeah. and was like Extra just pouring it in oh. his hands like all day. It was mm-hmm. amazing. Can you imagine how gross his <laughs> balls smelled? So gross. Oh, so gross. <laughs> so I do not want to think you about Blake's balls. No. No. And, like he's, and he's kind of like, you know, women want to uh, oh, yeah. do se- it. Do sex with him. Do the yeah. sex. Do the sex you, thing. Get some deep jacket. Get some deep dick from Blake. But can you imagine <laughs> if that from Oh, up, my God. <laughs> can you imagine? Nah. <laughs> it's like, listen, you're hot and all, but I can't get anywhere near, near. that, uh-uh. bro. No. That's really gross. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, Was he wearing one of his nipple shirts? Yes. Yo, nipples yeah. were out. Um, nice. Loves the nips out. He loves it. Yeah. Nips were out. And then he had some, like, puppies and country music equals love shirt on or something. Oh, yeah. It was classic. So just thirst oh, so trap. Just, yes. like... So he wanted his sweaty balls to yeah. be. I think so. Not <laughs> <laughs> all over the place. Wait, yeah. I, I saw this today, and it was a, it's a girl on Molly telling another a couple how much they lo- she loves them, and it was like this is why I can't do festivals because yeah. I hate this person. Here it is. Who is? It? I've definitely been that drunk girl in the bathroom to another oh, yeah. girl talking exactly like that. Oh, insane. I love it. Oh, no, I hate that. Uh, you I know w- what? I would run into that girl at freaking Coachella and I would be like, I'm going well, I'm go- I'm to murder. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> I'm going to kill you. So anyways. Um, so I pulled an all-nighter Saturday night and I, the first couple nights I... So I had a house, like a four bedroom house. Yeah. And originally there were only eight of us staying there. Mm-hmm. And my friend Rebecca, who t- helps take photos for me and stuff, she lives in Denver, was coming for the first two nights. And then she had a 6 a.m. flight on Sunday. So mm. she left Neon Carnival at four, went to the house, got her bags, and went straight to the airport. It was insane. Good. Yeah. In Palm Springs. <sighs> and so I was like, yes, I get my own bed tonight. No. Uh, my friend Ryan Falze, he um, came in and was like, and I, I was like, literally, it was I was gonna either make him sleep on the floor or let him sleep in my king size bed. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, it's fine, I'm gonna share a bed. Snored all night, didn't sleep at all. 
Really? Yeah. Well, all night. You went to bed at five, so. You slept all of the hours I had okay. to, I mean, you snored all of the hours I had to sleep and I was upset, <laughs> but didn't have the heart to say anything or anything like that. But, yeah. I, but it made me realize, I, I love Ryan to death, but I could not be with someone that snores. Does oh. he snore? Does I old, plead the fifth? Oh my big, god, he that's does. That's a big old 10-4 there, good buddy. <laughs> you snore? Oh, like yeah, a, he like snores. Freaking How do you sleep <laughs> through it? It's real hard because I also have insomnia. So, Sarah. like, I know. Trust me. He falls asleep as soon as he puts uh-huh. his head to the pillow. And snores? Are snoring? And snores. Well, and sometimes well, he snores so it. loud that he actually wakes Wait, himself so up. That's not okay. I could not be with you. I okay. I could Good not. To know. The, I, I learned the biggest thing I took away from this weekend is I cannot be with someone that snores. Thank God, Michelle, Michelle? Huseman. Michelle, <laughs> Michelle doesn't snore. Michelle Huseman does not snore. Michelle does not. I told him. I said I think that would be a deal breaker for yeah. me. I mean, really? I and I, I deal breaker. Deal breaker. I, if I can't sleep, that's like that. Sleep is my number one priority in life. Yeah. Yeah. It's very important. Very. What? Everything. How do you? How do you deal with it? Do you? What do you do? Sometimes I hit you in the chest or like yeah. roll you over. Yeah. My mom, uh, my father snores a lot. Like he has to have like a sleep apnea machine yeah. or something oh like that. Gosh. Like before he got that machine, he would like stop breathing. And my, my mom got so accustomed to it that while she was sleeping in the middle of the night, she would hear him stop breathing and just like karate chop him in the chest. Mm-hmm. And he'd be like, oh, and then like continue snoring. So um, I think I have my mother's patience in that aspect but i've taken some tips from her where i like try like roll you over or just kind of like shake you until like you wake up so that like just like a little bit so then like you don't realize that you're waking up but like you stop snoring and then you and then i'm like okay i have like t minus five minutes <laughs> to, <fall laughs> to try asleep. and fall asleep oh my God. before he starts snoring I again i've been that. smoking weed at night now i uh-huh. had not smoked weed it a very since I was like in high school and stuff, and now and you gotta now it's help it's helped me sleep. Like I'm fine sleeping. Uh-huh. It's falling asleep that's hard yeah, for me. Yeah, yeah. So when there's like snoring, that's that's what's hard. <laughs> How does that make you feel, Wells? I'm just amazed you're still with me. That's what I'm saying. That, <laughs> this is true love. I love him. I, wow. There's just I'm like there's so many negatives to me. That's that not true at like, all. I just, it's snoring's definitely up there. Up there is it? Maybe what? number one. Is it? a bad thing what's number two i don't know <laughs> i feel like number two is you asking what number two is uh. to try and start a fight <laughs> to try and trap me in one of your little trick podcast holes <laughs> wow well, anyway i feel snoring. terrible about it so i need to get like some sort of like mask or something i don't know you're you're fine babe i am you're good don't i you promise like you mouth guard no breathe right strips she says that now i have no idea Give i mean like we've five been five years We've been living together for well over six months now. Yeah, and been together for over a year and a half. I'm, I've, I'm fine with it. I would have yeah. given him his own room by now. <laughs> you sleep in the guest room. Exactly. <laughs> no, I love you too much. I love you too. I'm sorry. Don't apologize. You can't help it, and you can't help that you like fall asleep fast and normal like a normal person here's a weird thing though like if i am alone mm-hmm. it takes me forever to fall asleep but when i'm mm. in bed with her mm-hmm. immediately i have sleep he's trying to make up for it's the cute the yeah i know no he says this all no, the time it's true he's like, like i'm just comfy with you i'm Aww. sorry i don't know what it is but it's a, like the second we get in bed mm-hmm. 
She's like playing her little like brick breaker game or something. I don't know what the hell she's playing. So like chop the ninja fruit or something. I don't know. I do not play ninja chopper fruit. You, but what do you play though? It's some sort of thing. It's like the Candy Crush. It's, yeah, it's one of your favorite things. Let's be it's honest. It's not one of my favorite things. It's actually my least favorite thing because I'm addicted to it. Well, anyway, she does that, and I'm like, she'll like we'll put on a show, and straight up, I will get through about three minutes of it. Yeah, yeah. And then the next day she'll be like. I watched three episodes and I'm like, gotta catch up. Or I'm just like, just tell me what happened. Uh-huh. I'll come figure it out. And then we'll, she'll be like, no, I need to show you. We gotta watch it. So then we go to the episode <laughs> and we fast forward through it. And she's like, tell me when you fell asleep. And no fucking joke. I sometimes lie to say that I got further than I really did. <laughs> no, no. I know that like the credits of like the beginning have even ended where I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> oh my God. Um, I like to say one of my favorite things. Oh, wait, I do it after. Black I, Summer on Netflix. Wait, you've oh, already yeah. talked about this, haven't you? Yeah, Jamie King show. Yeah. But she, um, I've seen that show uh, probably a total of six times now, just because really? of rewatching episodes so that we'll can <laughs> yeah. watch it. Yeah. <laughs> and I and finally I love, finished it. Man. It's good though. It's good. Okay, yeah, it's I really good. Anyway. Okay, I'm trying to be healthier, dude. Join the club. I know it's hard. <laughs> so hard. <laughs> But I realize I don't take like, any vitamins. And like, I know that like I'm obviously not eating the things that I need to eat to keep my body in top peak condition. Yeah, tacos and margaritas aren't exactly. It's not a full, top of the list. balanced pyramid scheme of uh, you know healthy nu- nutrients. Mm. So, uh, dude, we've been doing... Have you heard of Care Of? I have, actually. Okay, so basically you go online. You kind of like do this quiz. You figure out like what you need. Mm-hmm. And then they package all the vitamins and like probiotics and all the stuff that you need mm-hmm. in like these little packages, and then they send them to you in a box. And there's thirty of them, so you have like an entire month. Cute. So every morning you wake up, boom, already healthy. <laughs> Start the day healthy. That's right. Are they, are these the vitamins to put your name on the package? Yeah, and they have like little facts about the world or whatever. So cute. Yeah, so cute. Anyways, uh, loving care of right now. So here's the deal, guys. For our listeners, 30% off your first care of order. All you got to do is go to takecareof.com and then enter promo code YFT30. So obviously uh, 30% off. And then YFT is an acronym for your favorite thing. Boom. And then if you want your body to be in top peak physical condition like mine... Don't laugh. I was really hoping Sarah would like chime in there. Don't laugh. Says the guy that snores all night, every night. (laughs) That's because I'm so one with my body that I fall. (laughs) Anyways, 30% off your first care of order. Go to takecareof.com and enter promo code YFT30. Do it. I freaking love it. Anything else about Stagecoach that we need to get into? Last but certainly not least, highlight of the festival was my dad's set. We did last. We we opened with. Well, I know we started, but I just I gotta I gotta say like no one really knew what to expect. Mm -hmm. You know, first of all, this was the that kid, Lil Nas. He's like twenty three years old. He's so young. His first performance anywhere ever. Can you imagine that? Did you see any videos from it? No. Of how many people were there? I saw your video. How lit it was. Yeah. Could you imagine that being your first show? How'd he do? 
great. Yeah. And out of everybody, he was the least nervous. Like my dad was kind of nervous. Yeah. And, and everybody, I mean, it was and there was a lot going on and you know, it was late and stuff. And like he was so chill and he absolutely killed it. But I just have never in my life seen a crowd sing as loud as they were singing. Not, and not only the chorus, but like they sang my dad's verse with him, like louder than he was. Like Aww. it was the craziest thing. And I just like I'll I'll never forget we get we get back in like the van that ran us like to the stage to go back to base camp and there was like an older guy in the front and I think he's probably been working this festival for like a really long time or whatever and we all get in and he turns to my dad and he goes man he goes you just changed the face of music you just created a new genre man <laughs> it was so Aww. sweet I know it was really cool how how does blood feel about his performance. Uh, at, at first, he like he so he was saying that. Have you ever been on stage with any ears in? Yeah. Okay. So he, we went and did this whole sound check so that his ears were right. And it's like for musicians, like having your ears right is like a really big deal. And yeah. when they're not right, and you have to take them out, then you just can't hear anything, right? Yeah. So we he did a sound check, and then we get up there for the performance. And what we didn't know until afterwards was for some reason somebody messed up and put one of the stage managers in his ears oh. and it was like way louder than any even the track his own vocal or anything else and so all he could hear was someone blaring in his ear about like stage left this stage right oh and my he God. was like he was livid when he got off the stage about it I would be too and he was so upset thinking like he screwed up and he felt like he wasn't on on like the right time and stuff like that but once he watched it back he was like oh my gosh you like you really can't we were like you can't tell and once he watched it back, he was like, "You're right," and he's he, now he's like totally fine and so happy. But did he take him he, out? Well, he, he was playing guitar, and so oh, he was so like, he, "I didn't so have can't. a free hand to even take my ears." No out. hands. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I know. I oh, how did he do that? Yeah. I don't know. I'm, it's impressive. That's talent. Yeah. But anyway, well, great night. That's awesome. Great night. Yeah, I one wish. For the I wish I w- went there, but I know I was in. Uh, I went to Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Oh, <laughs> what's there? So, Stage coach two. Yeah, that's, that's where the real country folks are. Hattiesburg, Mississippi. It's like one of my oldest buddies in the world. Kid that was my best friend growing up. We were um, we went to college together. We lived together in Nashville and in college. And he's got two little boys who I don't really know, which is weird. That like you're, I've got a best friend that I don't really know, like know their his kids. Mm. So I was like, I need to go out there, and like once had had some health issues, so I was like I need to go out there and like spend time with him because he he's so busy he can't come visit me, you know. And he's got this kid that's uh, has been really sick recently, so it's in a lot of like issues. So I went out there, and one of the my favorite things that happened to me was we went to. The country club, which <laughs> he lives on a golf course. <laughs> okay. And so we go to the country club, and I'm lit at this point. We've been, like, drinking all day, right? <laughs> and there is a sorority party oh happening gosh. in the ballroom. <laughs> and I, so, like, the, I'm more and more drinking, the more I'm like, I really want to go into this. It's a, a formal or whatever. Mm. I was like, I really want to go crash this thing. But I was like, but I must document because I'm like drunk at this point being like this. Something funny is going to happen here. So I like document myself outside the bathroom being like, there's a full sorority floor. I'm going to go in right now. Here I go. Uh, I'm crash it. And then I walk in there and I'm just dancing like the biggest jackass in the entire world. <laughs> so everyone was like, what is this guy doing? So then finally the uh, the head of the sorority comes up to me and she's like, this is a this is a sorority formal. You weren't invited. You need to leave. And I was like, you're kicking me out. You're kicking me out. 
And she's like, yes, you got to go. And I was like, come on, why? I'm, I'm, I'm just dancing. I'm a good time. And she was like, you need to leave. And I was like, <sighs> okay. I was like, what's this sorority? <laughs> what school? You guys on Instagram? So, so I, was like, I, I was like, I bet you. Bet you ten bucks that you invite me back in here in like twenty minutes. And she was like, no, no. And I was like, I bet you. And I'm so drunk and so cocky. Be like, I bet you. You do it. Oh my god. And I walked outside, went and had like three more drinks, and then by then, some saw my stories, and they were like, Wells, come back in. This oh is the my thing. Gosh. And I was like, Nope, you kicked me out. Uh, you didn't and go back. No, but then they, they all You didn't wanted... collect your $10? No, I didn't. Uh, <laughs> I felt, and I felt, like, next morning I felt kind of bad because I wasn't trying to be mean. And yeah. I, obviously, like, I wasn't invited, so. But so then they came and they were like, hey, will you, a bunch of girls want to take pictures? And I was like, yeah, sure. So I went outside, I was taking pictures with all of them. And the girl who kicked me out leans outside the van. She goes, I can't believe you fucking tagged us. And I was like, <laughs> oh. You're like, thank God I didn't go back. Yeah, I was like, that's why you don't kick me out, I guess. Anyways, uh, one of my favorite things is whatever that sorority was. Yeah. They're very wonderful women. And I'm sorry if I came across as an asshole. I had a wonderful time at your formal. <laughs> and hopefully next year I get invited back. That is insane. <laughs> get invited back? You weren't invited in the first yeah. place. <laughs> It's true. I hope, I hope next time I don't get kicked out again. <laughs> oh, that's good. Now we're back, though, and GOT oh, Ep 3 yeah. airs last night. And as much as I bitched and moaned about last week's app, mm-hmm. you're down. came with the fire. Literally. Or lack thereof. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I don't even know how to get into it. Well, let me just first tell you that the reason I'm so freaking tired is because I got back. Snoring. No, I, well, that did happen also, yeah. but I got back from my dad's show at like two, mm-hmm. and we all stayed up and watched Game of Thrones last night. So yeah. I was up till three thirty, yeah, watching it. It was insane. Did it seem really dark? Everyone is saying this, and so I was rewatching it actually when you guys were on your way over. Yeah, um, and I was like, I wonder what happens if I like mess with the settings on the yeah. TV. Most newer TVs now have all these different settings, like standards, cinema, gaming, or sports, Weird. or whatever. So if you put it on the cinema setting, it's actually a lot brighter. Okay, that's so good to know, because they... we watch it in the theater room, and, uh-huh. and which so that's a projection, so I don't really know. Like The projectors are never quite as clear anyway. And, and I was sitting there being like, they spent so much money uh-huh. on this one scene. Like yeah. This is their big, this is their coup de grace. And I can't fucking see anything. This is like a worldwide complaint. Is I've it? heard so many people talk about okay. this. Okay. Oh, that's good. Enough. But pro tip, uh, turn your TV on cinema mode. It really <laughs> made a huge <laughs> freaking difference. <laughs> um, okay, let's just rip through who dies. Ooh. Who's who's dead? Uh, Mormont. She's... Uh, and somebody spoiled that on Instagram. Both what? of the while, Mormonts. While I was at Stagecoach, I I knew I shouldn't open Instagram because I couldn't watch the show until later. Yeah. But like I, it's just habit. Like I opened it. First thing that pops up, uh, Kevin Love posted a photo of her and was like, "R.I.P." And I was like, "No." Damn you, Kevin Love. Uh, I know. Wait. So wait. Hold on. Jo- Jora Mormont. Jora, Jora and Liana Mormont. Yeah, our dad. Jorah's death's been coming for a long Le- okay, time. So yeah, Le- I mean, he's been dying for seasons already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. How many times can Sam save you from, yeah. your, from your gross herpes skin? Yes. Right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, will say, I will say Leanna's death is pretty fucking dope. Super, so, super badass. But also like a little simple cinematic storytelling of mm. the littlest person totally. kills the biggest person. Yeah, yeah. but I love Did you watch it. the behind yeah. the episode? 
Yes. After no. They, oh, they talk a little bit about that. Oh, then no, I didn't. Um, oh, you got <laughs> to You went directly to bed. Oh, yes. gosh. I said I haven't watched it even that late. Um, they, they talk about how, like, her character originally... And when she was first introduced, only had one, it was like a one-line character. And because people loved her so much, they wrote her in more and more and more. And so they were like, because she's become such a beloved character, we wanted to really give her like a, a great exit and yeah. a great you know, death scene or whatever. Um, so it's cool. You should watch that. That meme of, watch of the goat that's like... <laughs> and then it's, like it's, it's her. So that's so fucking funny. So good. Um, okay, so that was sad that both of them died. Um, and then what's the <coughs> dude uh, with the from the wall? Yeah, uh, one of John's best friends. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. cannot remember his, his name? name, but he has like long hair. Uh-huh. He's funny. He was giving Sam shit. Uh, oh, about yeah, yeah, like yeah. name being like a girl and like yeah, you're a white walker killer and a lady killer. Yeah, and all that stuff. The, the, the episode before. Yeah. I can't remember his name. That way, he did have a funny line about that. Yeah. He was like, this really must be the end of the episode. Yeah, yeah. R.I.P. getting all the hot ass and killing wet walkers. Um, okay, and then the the flame sword man. Yep. Yes. Gone. And he saves Arya. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's his purpose. Totally. That's why he's yep. brought back to save Arya. Thought for sure Arya was going to die. You yeah, really did? I, I thought I so, did, too. Man. I kept waiting for some... Big Arya swaps faces to get something done. Still hasn't told anyone about her power it's yet. It's insane. You really? We're going to do that big war? That's Sansa what I'm knows. saying. Sansa knows. Sansa knows. To the point where when she kills the Night King, part of me was like, this can't be real. Like, there was no face swap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Holy episode. This can't be the end. Well, You're... the face swap will come with the whole Cersei yeah. thing. Yes. Sure. I, I guess that they're waiting for that. But, like, I thought. And we can just jump to it. When she comes in mm. there at the end, I was like, well, she's going to die. Like, I for know. sure going to die. Mm. But that move she makes where she drops so dope. the knife. So smart. Oh, <laughs> super dope. Yeah. Also, oh, Theon. But here's, and Theon. I was really sad. I know. But I like, was. Like, couldn't she have just come like 60 seconds sooner? I know. I know. And he, he did a really good job for I fighting know. them off. But also, that's who you're protecting the Three-Eyed Raven with is the guy who has been the biggest wuss this entire time. He had to redeem himself. He, he came back to, to redeem himself. I know, but I'm just telling, talking about like planning of a war. I know, you would have thought it'd be yeah. like Jon Snow. Get, get Jon Snow or get the red-headed uh, White Walker. Oh, the red-headed uh, wildling. Wildling, yeah. yeah. Okay. That guy kicks ass and takes right. names. Why, why isn't he out there? <laughs> well, I mean... We don't see much of him this episode. No, he... You, the last... I don't know where he is. I know he's alive, but... He's just like bloodied up. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's alive though. That's all that matters. A lot yeah. of people are saying John's dragon is dead, but I didn't see it die, and well, I don't believe it. In the upcoming episodes, it looks like I saw two dragons yeah. flying. Yeah, John's dragon ain't dead. No, I don't think it's. dead. I don't think so. But, I do want to know where the hell w- ghost is. Yes, I know. I'm also also watching, and I was like, why are they sending ghost yeah. on the front, front line? line? Are you Not kidding okay. me? It's a dog. It's a dog. <laughs> But he's a badass dog. I mean, he is, yes, but you, but like you die, maybe so you put Ghost back. with Bran and Theon. Oh, yeah, like I don't call. understand. It's a dog. Yeah, I agree. I don't like that. I think I think he's fine. And I'm not then worried Bran about that. Bran could have warged into mm. as Ghost and stuff. Live shit popped off. Smart. God, you should be a writer for this no, show. No. So uh, 
This is why I yell at the TV, giving them my play-by-plays yeah. that they should play. <laughs> you guys in a 3-4 defense? Come on, switch to nickel, man. What's going on here? <laughs> it's a language I have no idea how Wait, to speak. Wait, hold, okay, hold on. <laughs> and then we just got to get into it. What the fuck is John and Daenerys? I really, guys? No. And I get that you guys got lost in the mist, the, the s- fine, cold mist. Oh, okay. Use the fire, fire breath yeah. Yeah. to slight the way back to every. If I was fighting down, the, if I was like one of the unsullied, I'd be like, "What the fuck are they doing?" Yeah, <laughs> literally doing the one thing we need you guys to do is to light the big trench, trench yeah. thing. Like no, like the red woman had to do it. Melisandre yeah. had to light it on yeah. fire because the dragons were up in the sky uh, making out. Yeah. Yeah. It was not. It was not cool. I, the whole time I was like, I don't. I can't see. I don't know what's happening. This is too lo- taking too long. Like, what are they doing? I yeah. just don't understand how Jorah survived that long when he was on the front lines, as I well know. as like Brienne and Jamie and Jondry. I'm just like, how are they? I get it. You gotta keep them alive. Mm-hmm. But yeah. like, how are they? Not dead. I don't understand. Grey Worm too. How are you not dead? Oh God, I literally was like, if Grey Worm dies, I'm out of here. I'm done. He can't die. You, there was a moment where you're like, is Grey Worm going to puss out? I know. I was kind of hoping he was going to, to be like, true love is better than dying for yeah. honor. Yeah. For my dragon queen that's not using her dragons. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, why am I fighting if they're not fighting uh-huh. with dragons? But anyways, I it was a good episode. It was such a good... I mean, we're talking all this crap because <laughs> I, for me personally, I'm like, <laughs> what? We could have done this so much better, guys. Yeah, I know. I know. But like... <laughs> It's Game of Thrones, best no. TV show ever of it all was, time. It was super, super great. Such yeah, a good episode. Good. Arya is so cool. Uh, she's the coolest. Also, can I just ask this? Is is Sansa and Tyrion going to fuck? Is Maybe. that what we're seeing? Now that Theon's a goner, I wouldn't put it past her. I know, like that whole Sansa Theon thing gone. I, don't know, I thought that was going to go down. I was kind of excited about that. Me too. There was a moment where we were talking about it that we thought that Sansa and uh, Tyrion were going to like do like a mass suicide together. Oh god! Because they were yeah, both well, hiding yeah. behind the crypt when they yeah. were behind that stone. She pulled out the dagger. We were like, "Oh, they're going to kill yeah, each other." This is like Romeo and Juliet. Yeah, show. that would have been tight, maybe. <laughs> 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 oh my gosh oh people are gonna really not like that we said that <laughs> that's funny though Romeo and Juliet it's like a yeah we're trying to figure out romance. Romance. Yeah. I don't know they're not real people um, what else anything else I mean I just was really disappointed in the lack of like Jon Snow doing anything I mean he didn't do anything I just feel like it wasn't a great battle plan. Mm-hmm. That's my whole thing. Yeah, it just wasn't smart. No. It's like, I know you had like 24 hours of like, oh, yeah, uh, they'll be here before the sun comes up, yeah. so get your shit together now. I just feel like it, it could have been played out smarter. Yeah. But but go, Arya. All right, so up next, they've got to travel down to Cersei. <laughs> yes. But they have like, Cersei has... Uh, the Iron Bank behind her. She's bought in the Golden Compass. Uh, missionaries. Yeah, and she's not completely decimated by freaking the, White Walkers. Mm-hmm. The uh, North have zero Dothraki. Zero. Yeah. Zero. Basically, like, what, 5% of their... Uh, unsullied. Unsullied. Is it still alive? Yeah. Do you think maybe the, the third dragon is going to, like, make a comeback now that... He's not a. I think that it's done. Done. No, He's gone. It, we know because everything that Knight <clears throat> brought back to life in mm-hmm. zombie mm-hmm. form mm-hmm. dies when he dies. Yeah. No, but I just was really hoping the dragon would make a comeback. No, I think it's done, dude. Yeah. 
But there could be new dragons. Could. I mean, who knows? Who Repopulate. Knows? Yeah, get some more, get some more dragons up there. I kind of liked your theory that Tyrion was going to get a dragon. That's what we all mean because he's mm. freaking. Well, that's why Danny, John, and Tyrion all can't survive. I think there's going to be dragon for each Targaryen. I need that to start coming up, like how I I need to like. Someone to figure out how Tyrion's a Targaryen. It's coming. <coughs> it's got to be. How are they going to figure that out though? Just Bran. Maybe Bran, because Bran still doesn't know that yet. Um. Okay. Also, th- will Danny and Joe and John be like? So yeah, are they going to address the whole? We've I'm been your aunt. nephew fucking. <laughs> I mean, it's hot nephew fucking. I mean, I'm totally on board with it, yeah. but I just they're both of their reactions were like. Don't take my throne, or mm-hmm. my father lied to me. But here's the and thing: and not like, oh, I've been having sex with my aunt. But if they get married, then they both are <laughs> on the know. throne. What does it matter? Yeah, yeah. You know, I know. I uh, mean, that—that's my thought on it. But, anyways, Game of Thrones, great stuff, guys. Great stuff. Most favorite thing of all time. It is. It is pretty great. It's, I'm, it, I'm so sad. There's only three left. I don't know how I'm gonna go on. I, I know. Don't I don't either, dude. I feel like. How I felt with Lost. Yeah. Where it was like, what, what am I going to do, do, I do on now? Sunday nights? I bought the first book, though. Did you? I started reading them. Yeah. Yeah. See, you still got, there's still more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, one of my buddies was, was complaining about how he didn't think that the zombie portion of Game of Thrones was ever really necessary. Now seeing that it's over, being like, well, that's just some weird side plot. We're all really waiting for the fight between Cersei and Daenerys. It's true, but they did use it to bring Danny and John together. Mm-hmm. That's true. And and also the only way that this fight is fair is if Daenerys has like basically no no army left. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. those dragons basically So what's gonna happen is that those two dragons are gonna go down there, so you're gonna kill one of them. Mm-hmm. That's gonna mm-hmm. happen. Like they show it in the intro of like the crossbow <laughs> shooting the freaking giant, uh, the dragon skull. Dragon skull. Mm-hmm. So that's gonna happen. So there's gonna be only one left, <clears throat> and whoever's it is, I feel like is gonna be the one who's going to be on the Iron Throne. On the Iron Throne, and it might, it might, Daenerys might die. Yeah. Now could anybody can die? I mean, like you, tell, <laughs> like you tell, like if you started watching this thing in the beginning, John w- was. The big main character, uh huh. You know, so him getting the Iron Throne, I still and he did die and come back to life. That is and true. It, and this whole time, I've thought it was to kill the Night King, but since he didn't do that, I'm like, well, yeah, shit. what is he here for? Yeah, yeah right here to kill Cersei, possible, or I think to that's sire Arya, a child with Daenerys. That's what I've always well, thought. Well, that's it. Like what? Like how the prince was promised. Mm-hmm. Uh, what if it's Danny and John's son? That's the one. that that's the actual prince that was promised. Mm-hmm. I still think Tyrion's going to be the one on the Iron Throne. I mean, well, how an amazing, what an amazing thing that would be. Yeah. Nah. That'd be dope. No? I kind of want to see a woman on it, but. Yeah, same. That's just well, me. Well, if it's going to be a woman, then that's then you're saying Cersei. No, Danny. I would mm. like Danny. I Do- don't want Cersei to be on it, but that would also still kind of be badass. I mean, she's been through a lot. Still doesn't give her a right to be an asshole, but. Yeah. What I'm saying is that, like, if John's still alive at the end, it's it can't be Daenerys because mm-hmm. it's the yeah. rightful throne is John's. We are such dorks, but what if he's like, <laughs> what if he's like, I love you more than power, and I give it to you? Yeah, I think he probably will do I that. Like I he too. totally Very would do John like. Yeah, it, it, but then it's like, ah, uh, I, I don't never want, like, wanted that. this. Yeah, you chose me. I just want to protect <laughs> the people in the north, and yeah. maybe. 
we're forgetting Sansa is going to do something outrageous. Something has so, to happen. So, well, so here's the thing, though. So, yeah. I feel like Sansa's going to be the one that killed Cersei. Because I would I, love that. Because I, I, I used to think it was going to be Arya that killed Cersei. But, but Arya's done. She's done. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. She's like when you played in a, like a baseball game as a kid and you hit a grand slam. Yep. You weren't in, You didn't need to do anything else the yeah. rest of the game. Yeah. You know? Arya might have play a hand in it with the whole face swap thing. But I think I do think Sansa is going to do something big. That's still, though, like in order for Arya to use Jamie's face to kill Cersei, she would have to kill Jamie. Yeah. So I wouldn't put it past her. I would not put it past her, but I don't know. It's interesting. And then we got what's his face with the crossbow coming after Tyrion and Jamie, supposedly. All right. Don't forget about that. I know. All right. Well, we, we've done enough on Game of Thrones. I know. Sorry. I, know. I could talk about this for Same. the rest of my life. All right. So I have really been trying to make an effort to replace all of the products in my house, like cleaning products, beauty products, bath products, with stuff that's organic, uh, stuff that uses recyclable materials. Um, I try to use cruelty-free products when I can. Uh, so I've really been on the hunt to um, to better what's what I've got in my house that I'm using in my body. We talk a lot about the ingredients and the food we eat and stuff like that, the beauty products we use, but no one really talks about the ingredients in feminine care products. And I know Wells is going to think this is such a gross topic. My dad's a gynecologist. I do not. You're right. I forgot about that. (laughs) Oh, you should fill him in on this, actually. Uh, But anyway, I'm talking about Lola. I signed up for Lola, and they're great. Their products are 100% natural, um, really good, uh, really easy to feel good about. There's um, no BS. There's no mystery fibers or anything like that. They're 100% organic cotton. No added chemicals, fragrances, synthetics, or dyes or anything like that. And best of all, it's a subscription service. So when you log on, you actually get to handpick exactly what you want delivered to you and how often you want it um, because everyone's time of the month is different. I know mine's not every month. Mine's actually every five weeks. So you can totally customize it to get it to your door when you need it. Wells? Every five weeks, huh? Yeah, is that not normal? I don't know. I was going to say, Wells, did you ask your dad if I'm okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's good. You can change it, skip it, or cancel it any time. And Lola has so many great uh, things about it, but my favorite thing is that for every purchase, they actually donate feminine care products to homeless shelters that in the U.S. That is cool. Super dope. Yeah. Yeah. I love it, man. If you're looking to replace your feminine care products with stuff that's better for your body, check out Lola. Uh, I made the switch, and I've thrown out all the old stuff, and I'm a huge fan. We are giving you 40% off of all subscriptions if you visit mylola.com and enter the promo code YFT when you subscribe. Damn. So make sure and check that out. Yeah, that's a really good high percentage off. So check it out, mylola.com. Enter code YFT for 40% off your subscription. Do it. Brandy, open your mouth. Let me see your teeth. Are they straighter? Well, I thought you were doing the bottom one. Yeah. Okay, the, yeah, you show me the bottom. She was, <laughs> she was just showing the top teeth. I was showing <laughs> you my smile. Let me see. Let me see. They're looking, some, they're looking straighter, but you don't have the things in right now. I don't because I was just eating a cookie. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if you guys haven't heard, Brandy's been a smile hider, and we got her hooked up with SmileDirectClub.com. I've been wearing these babies all weekend long yeah. at the Stagecoach Festival. Anyone notice that you had something in no. your mouth? No. Not at all. No one noticed. The only time they notice is I, you know, you take it out when you eat or whatever. So yeah. I carry my cute little, they give you a case. They carry my cute case with me and my purse um, and just flip them out real quick. And whenever I'm going to eat or drink something besides water and then um, put them right back in. What do you think about my teeth? You have great teeth. I know. I don't know if I need it. Let me t- Can think? I get a closer look? 
Now your teeth are pretty straight. They're pretty straight. You have perfect teeth. Oh, here thanks, we go. Babe. It's not fair. You have great teeth too. We're I talking paid about a lot of money. <laughs> great teeth. <laughs> We're talking about my teeth, guys. Okay, so uh, go on. Go on. <laughs> Small Direct Club straightens your teeth for sixty percent less than braces with invisible liners sent to you directly. If you go online, you can book like a three D scan, or you can go to one of their smile shops, is where you went, right? Yeah, I did. Highly recommend. Order uh, an at-home impression kit. They can email you a preview of your new smile. And one of the cool things is, is that like they send you emails, right? Like they, they yeah. keep you up to date. And texts. Really? Which is great. So I was flying here on... <laughs> if you don't have any friends, this is great. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> <laughs> no, real talk though. I was flying here on Wednesday and uh, it was a busy day, right? Packing up all my stuff, getting on the plane, getting to LA, landed and had meetings. And I got the text reminder that mm-hmm. it was time to switch to the next tray. Yeah. And if I hadn't gotten the text, I honestly would have forgotten. So it's really great that they do that. Get a $25 Amazon gift card with a free 3D scan at one of their smile shops or get a $25 rebate on an at-home impression kit. Then, exclusive for our listeners, get $150 off your invisible aligners at smiledirectclub.com slash podcast and use the offer code YFT150. If you're listening, this offers for you. I'm here to tell you. I'm doing it. I'm a big fan. Get $150 off at smiledirectclub.com slash podcast and use our offer code YFT. They'll text you. They will text you. <laughs> You're not so Once alone. every week or two. So <laughs> don't get too excited. Do it. Smile Direct Club. Fixes your teeth, but not necessarily your social life. <laughs> don't misinterpret. Smile, Smile Direct Club. Doesn't want to have sex with you. They just want your teeth to be straight. Don't misconstrue So that you this. can get sex at, somewhere else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> can I ask you guys a question? Why is gluten-free bread so small? Why is I don't it? Know. Have you noticed that? Have you yeah. ever gotten gluten free bread? It's always like the smallest little, like, I can't make a sandwich. Yeah. I need like three of these sandwiches. When you go to Whole Foods and you get a sandwich, you know, you can go to the plate where they make the sandwiches. Yeah. And if you get a one on a gluten free uh, bread, they give you two. Oh. Oh, wow. Yeah. They're like, because there's the bread so small, yeah. we actually make two sandwiches and give them both. But hey, gluten free companies make better bread. <laughs> I don't understand. Why are you making this little, little hand sandwiches? You know who makes bigger slices of gluten free bread and it's really good is La Brea Bakery. You can buy it at Whole Foods. Oh, really? It's my at Whole Foods? My favorite gluten free bread right now, yeah. You can get it at Whole Foods? Uh huh. Okay. Not Whole Foods, it's buy Whole Foods. Oh, it's buy Whole Foods. No, no. Foods. You can buy it at Whole Foods. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. Wait, yeah. Yeah. Oh. Buy it, B-U-Y. Um, <laughs> but it, La Brea Bakery is like a restaurant, I think. Yeah. But they, now they but make bread for Whole Foods. I don't know. I've been wanting to try and make a gluten-free bread for you, babe, Aww. at home, like from right? scratch. Yeah. I've been looking up recipes, but I need a standing mixer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't have a standing mixer, just a handheld one. Okay. Mm and it seems like it's a lot. Is it me on work. the next episode of Cooking Wells. Mm, well, how do they, friends? Sarah's <laughs> going to make some fucking bread. Um, <laughs> I got some Postmates the other day, and the guy who was delivering it, his name was Josh, spelled J-A-W-S-H. Okay. Josh. 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 Tish would pronounce that Jowish. <laughs> Jowish. Jowish. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro. Really? I mean, do you think that's his parents? Yeah. Or do you think that's him being like, you know what? This normal, is cooler spelling. Normal Josh isn't good enough. I really Toss hope up. that's his stage name. Yeah. It is I, re- I really hope his real be, name is actually like Bob. And it could be his <laughs> artist name. Yeah. If but he's what a if SoundCloud rapper. What if it's just or... J-O-S-H? 
Yeah. <laughs> you were spelling that out? <laughs> and he was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put a fucking W in here. And I'm going to swap out a vowel. <laughs> Change your name, bro. All right, actual couple favorite things in other podcasts that um, you guys should check out. I am getting more and more morbid, but it's just a thing. The Wonderland Murders. Did I talk about this on the last podcast? I don't think so. The Wonderland Murders is all about the Black Dahlia murder. Oh, yes, you did. Yes, you have. But I finished it. It was so good. Is there also like a movie or a series about this? Yeah, there's a TV show. In the Night or something Uh, with Chris Pine. But the one I just finished, um, which is freaking amazing, is called Bear Brook. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's about, like, these kids come across this, like, barrel in New Hampshire in the forest that's filled with, like, two people's bodies. <laughs> and the, the the cops are like... That's not funny, sorry. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Sarah. I just, I just, like, filled with two people's bodies. <laughs> just, like... <laughs> yeah, that's what it was filled with. It, it was just funny to me. <laughs> so like the a, guy named Josh, image. spelled J-A-W-S-H. Oh, my God. Um, and then, like, 15 years later, they found a barrel... A uh, three hundred feet from the original barrel that they didn't notice the first time, filled with a bunch more people and kids and stuff, uh. and so like a whole family was taken out, and they're trying to like figure out, and they start using dude like twenty three and Me and oh like Ancestry dot com. This was the case that actually broke open the DNA thing that caught the San Francisco yes. guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, whoa. And this was the they did it first in this case, and this case is. Crazy. So, Bear Brook, get on it. Great podcast. Um. Oh, did my friend tell you to listen to that? Yes. Katie yeah. Stevens? Katie Stevens told me both of those ones. Both of them. I have a new favorite thing that's not new, but I watched it all in one day the other day. Russian Doll. I haven't seen oh, it yet. Oh, yeah. So good. That's the girl <coughs> from American Pie. Natasha Leone, yeah. And, um, like, Orange is the New Black. She's yeah, yeah, yeah amazing and it's a very very good show it's all about this chick she's celebrating like her 36th birthday or something and she goes on about her night and gets hit by a cab and dies and wakes up how the show starts in front of uh the mirror and sink in the bathroom and she keeps like kind of like a death groundhog's day situation she keeps every time she dies she comes back to life and Mm. then there's some twists that are thrown in there it's really really good okay what was that movie that we watched it's It's funny too happy death day yes oh yeah it's like that yeah 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 yeah, yeah. all right Um, it's good i like it a lot since i'm gonna be away from you yeah i'm gonna watch it because you already watched it they're like 25 minute episodes oh cool and there's only eight and i brought it up to you before and you said you didn't care Oh, <laughs> so that's why I watched it all by myself. Sorry, because you were gone for the Maybe weekend. that's that number two most yeah. annoying thing. <laughs> I felt bags on the plane. I did this, and it was something we wanted to watch, but I just I gave it the temptation. And it happens, guys. And I watched a movie that we wanted to watch together, uh, Bad Times El Royale. Oh, I could not get through that. Oh, I liked it. It was very slow. I, there's it's slow, so in, slow. Mo- in moments that don't need to be slow. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what? Just cut, whatever. But I really liked it. I liked okay. like the, the how the storyline progressed. Uh-huh. I love Jeff Bridges. Um, the cast is great. Cast Isn't is Chris great. Hemsworth? In he that? is in yeah. it. Yeah, he's and he's a bad guy. Yeah, he's great in it. That's he's, awesome. I just it was really long. I watched it on a plane too. And I, I don't think I finished it. It was it was just hard. It didn't hold my attention. Yeah. I, I don't think we had watched it together 
like it wasn't at the top of our list because it was so long. Mm-hmm. Isn't it like two and a half hours? Yeah, it is. I don't know. It's really, long. that's really long for a movie. Did you know there's a sequel to Bear Town? No. Yeah, I haven't read it yet. It's called Us Against You. Mm. I just picked it up. Did you like Bear Town? Love. It's a good book, right? I've already passed it along to a friend. Dude, yeah. I'm telling you, like we can loop back around, but um, the uh, where the crawdad sings still such a great book. Really? I, I give that uh, I give that one out all the time. Olivia's reading that right now. So good, okay. dude. You really loved that book. You I want really to stop did. talking about it. it Who the so heck's at the gate? I don't know. Ugh. Okay, so my buddy Greg Holden is going to be on the show in a little bit, okay? Mm-hmm. And this was an interview that I taped while you were at Stagecoach. Oh, yeah. So it's just him and I, and so I'm sorry about that. But I've okay, been, I'll forgive you. I, but I've been wanting to get on the show, <laughs> and I'm really sorry. God, I'm pissing off every woman in my life right now. That's no, all yeah, good. What are you doing? I'm going to have plenty of moments without you when you leave to go to Mexico. That's true. I think. But anyways, he's a phenomenal... <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I hope. Am I? Or am I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Are you going? Mm, we'll see. P.S. There were a lot of the girls that Blake's going to be in paradise with. At with stage him coach? at Stagecoach. Yeah, Stop. how was it? How was it? I wasn't really running around with that crew this weekend, but I did. They were all, they all like weaseled their way into my table at Neon Carnival. Mm-hmm. And it was like Blake was sitting up on the top of the booth in the middle. And it was like Kaylin, Tasha. I don't even know. He's like, whole, look at all my oh, bitches. Oh, my gosh. Uh, what Kerpo's there. There was like a whole bunch of them. Was she there with her Band-Aid? The Band-Aid was gone. Uh, <gasps> that should be she like her finally... thing, like Nelly. I know. <laughs> She's the new Nelly. <laughs> She's the new Nelly. Anyway. Uh, uh, yeah. What, what, what Was Hannah G there? No. Didn't uh, see Hannah. The one that got away. Maybe like, she did that on purpose. I feel like Hannah G is playing this one smart. Man. She is. She I like is. Her. Yeah. I like her, too. I'm rooting for her. I no. saw Girl With No Job stories from stagecoach and she was with all of the bachelor people and i was very confused as to what was happening uh uh-huh, i saw her at neon andy dorfman saw her mm-hmm. um oh, i love andy beck tilly ran into her robbie was, ran into him at a party and there was, it was bachelor nation's just all over stagecoach yeah it's a Why? very it's, it's a it's a target rich environment it. for bachelor people because uh-huh. middle america man mm-hmm. loves some bachelor it's very true and Hannah's season starts in. I'm excited for it. Next week and week after. I, it, I, I, May. I saw May 13th. I saw yeah, a promo today. It's always today. right around my birthday. The reason why I know that is because I remember my season was supposed to start airing on May 16th, my birthday. Mm-hmm. And I remember having a conversation with the producer being like, should I say that tonight's my birthday? Because technically when this will be airing, it will be my birthday. And they were like, uh, no, because we don't know if it's like, that's not set in stone. So I always don't know it's like in the middle of May mm-hmm. when it starts. Anyways... My buddy Greg Holden. <laughs> like I know you didn't do the interview, but like you can still kind of not just Take completely <laughs> sidetrack me, <laughs> jerk face. Uh, he's a phenomenal songwriter, uh, an amazing singer. He wrote the song "Home" for Philip Phillips, and he's got a new record out. So we talk about. Well, anyways, he's coming on the show in a bit, so it'll just be me and him for a little bit. So sorry, but it's gonna happen. It's all good. If this was live, I would be like, I get to go take a nap. Yeah. See ya. Is that it? I guess this is my exit. Are we done? I guess. I think you need to get some sleep, girl. I think I slept through half of Game of Thrones just now. Did you? Yeah. So you gotta, I didn't you, realize it until you didn't I... go back and watch it again? Yeah, because I didn't yeah. realize it until I got to the end where the Night King's about to die. And I was like, I didn't see Arya go... Th- was it a library she was in? That whole scene didn't happen just now, so I must have fallen asleep. Yeah. Uh, or she's like skipping around that library. Yeah. Yeah, so I got to go back. And watch it. All right. And Postmates Sugarfish, because I haven't done that yet this trip. I did that two days in a row this weekend. So good. 
love post-mating sugar fish. Uh, I love their to-go boxes. Me too. It's I get so go smart. Light. Yeah, it's like it's you, my know go-to. What, you know what it is. Well, we were talking about this the other day. It's MacBook packaging totally. for food. Yes, Absolutely. It's and genius. Elon Gale was hating on it on Twitter. Oh, I know. oh really? Hating on it. I mean, I just hope that Josh isn't the one that delivers it. Josh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I hope he Jowish. is. Jowish. <laughs> I've actually already Postmated twice today. Is three times too many or is it great? It's you know, never too many. The funny many. thing is we don't even have a Postmates ad in this episode. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Save it for an episode. Okay, fine. Where we're paying <laughs> Um, all right. Well, thanks for having us over. Dude. Oh, oh, real quick. Okay. So many YFTers have sent me Yellowstone recommendations. Okay. Aww. Thank you guys so much. I'm trying to read through them all. There's a lot, and I really appreciate it. Keep it coming. I'm reading through them. Really appreciate y'all. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I can't wait to see pictures of you and Michelle. <gasps> I know. It's so exciting. <gasps> I'm mainly gonna make him take my photo the whole trip, but we'll yeah, have yeah, a couple. Yeah. Still, couple Instagram boyfriend. He's such an Instagram. He really boyfriend. is good at. It. Yeah. I was so shocked. Like well, because he like, doesn't have social media, right? No, yeah, but he actually does, is, takes great photos. He has like a really nice camera and takes photos. So he's he has good photo skills. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he actually took great photos of me. So what a little winner. Thanks, Michelle. Aww. Yeah. Goodbye. That's good. Goodbye. Oh, young Nikki. Oh, hi. Oh. Would you like to say a little something? This was our first ever guest. You were our first guest. YFT. Don't do drugs. Yeah. Stay in school. Uh-huh. And listen to the Wells and Brandy show every day. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, has no idea what the show. Thank you, is. young <laughs> Wow. Uh, love you. Okay. Amazing. Let's. We're gonna go get some food. So we're gonna leave. Now I kind of okay. want sugarfish. Yeah, dog. <laughs> Postmates it. <laughs> I can't get this girl to go out to dinner with me to save my life. <laughs> I try every night. I'm like, do you want to go out to dinner? Like, really? have a romantic night. You love going out. I like going out, and mm. <laughs> she likes not going out. I normally like going out, but recently I've been working out a mm. lot, and my hair is a disaster <laughs> I zone. Thought were, I thought you were going to say, it's really hard to eat healthy when you go out. And I was going to be like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, just my hair. <laughs> just I'm hair. just like, for people in the same vicinity I'm going to tell you me. an obligatory like, so fact about my life. Working out a lot. Um, and then now <laughs> here's the reason why. The hair is... <laughs> well, because, I, you know, when you do like core, like hot yoga with weights, your hair gets it it basically gets sweat. It's like, it looks like you've taken a shower. It's so wet. And then it, it takes so long for me to just like do my hair because it's curly and it's hard. And so then I'm like, I want to, if we're going out to dinner, I want to look good for you. Nice. You're well, you look great beautiful. right now. You're cute. <laughs> you look great right now. You guys should go out. Yeah. Go somewhere cute. Well, we're... We're out. Now. I can do sugar fish. Did fun. you know we're getting a Takaya in Toluca Lake? Really? Oh, I'm so pumped. Count down the days. I really love Toluca Lake. Oh my God, guys, I've been trying to end this podcast <laughs> for like 17 minutes. All right, bye, everyone. <laughs> Sorry, bye. <laughs> All right, so right now on YFT, I want to welcome in one of my good buddies, Greg Holden, a dude that I've had on my show, uh, different radio shows for years now. And now that we're both in L.A., we're now just buddies and we play golf and hang out and go get drinks. You came over to my crawfish boil the other day. It was great to see you. Yes, sir. How are you? I'm good, man. Sorry for not inviting you to my pizza party the other night. I feel bad about it. Yeah, so I, I text Greg and I'm like, hey, man, we're having a crawfish boil. A bunch of people are coming over. Come on over if you can. He's like, oh, my, I can't because I'm having a pizza party. And I was like, oh, <laughs> thanks for inviting me, dick. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, rest assured, man. The next one, you'll get you'll get a no, get an invite. No, I don't want. 
like you're not the, even gonna come. You won't even come now. You'll come out. Of pro, you won't come out of protest. Yeah, I, I will not come in spite. All right. This you know is what? you know a, what? I'll make pizzas just for you, and then you have to come. No one else will be there. All right. So if you don't show up, then you're just gonna be alone. It's gonna be by myself. <laughs> Um, so a little backstory on Greg. Uh, the first time I ever heard about Greg Holden was we were in a music meeting and the song Home, sung by Philip Phillips, was all the rage. And we were getting pushed by record label reps to add it. And we had found out that Philip Phillips from American Idol fame didn't actually write it. It was actually your song. Yes. Co-written. I better say that. Did he uh, write it with you? No, I wrote it with another person called Drew Pearson. Oh. Philip Phillips was not there. He had nothing so to do with it. still has, holds its, the point of your story still remains. Yeah, it's still right. I'm not lying about it. Uh, and so I remember being like, well, why don't we just add the original singer's song? And the record label was like, well, that's not what we're pushing. And I was like, well, I think we should do that. So we ended up adding home but then we also added a different song that was uh on your record uh called was it bar on a yeah long time ago my first record yeah i still uh, can't believe that i was when you told me that i was so blown away i didn't even know you were playing it and it was so cool that you said that i was like that never happens really yeah i don't know if you can hear but i'm playing home right now i can't hear that well i know that uh, you have you have I'm an turned on though I'm, def- I'm definitely turned on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did this song help buy your home? Did home help buy a home for you? Home, yes. Home helped buy me a home. I think I'm going to write a song called Black Porsche 911. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I, I want, by the way. Manifesting, manifesting all my dream shit by writing songs about them. <laughs> um, and then you, came, um, then you came on my show and... I got to be honest with you, there, there's a few times when I have almost cried on the radio and you sang this song that absolutely just like destroyed me. Let me see if I can find it really quickly. That was a nice moment, man. That's when you and I became friends. That was the moment. And I was just like, wait, wait, what is this song? There's a song called Boys in the Street. The story is, the song is beautiful and so sad. And it's about basically uh, a young gay man trying to basically come to terms with, I, I guess, like maybe making his father respect him or understand him or be accepting, acceptant of him. And it goes through this entire progression and finally, as... The father is dying. He accepts his son. Um, and it's an absolutely gorgeous song. If you haven't heard this song, Boys in the Street, everyone, go listen to it. But what I found even more amazing was I remember on the show, I was like, "What? where did that song come from? And you told this amazing story about how you'd written it like in like 10 minutes. Yes. And it was for like... I, I don't want to put words in your mouth. It was like for like an anti-bullying thing or something, right? It was it was for my something. Friends, yeah, my friends run this organization called Everyone Is Gay, and they basically help uh, kids who are you know coming to terms with their sexuality. Uh, they sort of help them. They give them advice. They have blog columns. They have they wrote a book called This Is a Book for the Parents of Gay Kids. So they uh, wrote a book for the actual parents to help them understand what's going on with their kids and. 
every year they do this、uh, compilation record, and they asked me to write a song for it. And the brief was, write the gayest song ever. And I, <laughs> you know, my music is not really like I'm not going to write like a really like upbeat, like sort of campy song. I was like, well, I have to write something dark, but I also have to sort of.、Um, You know, make sure that it means something to me too. So I sort of challenged myself to write about my relationship with my stepfather. So the song is actually like coming from a place of, you know, true pain from my end, while sort of sprinkling in the story of why I was writing the song in the first place. It's playing in the background right now, and it's just God. I love this song. I remember when you played it, and I and afterwards I walked up. To our music meeting, and I was like, "We need to add this song." And I remember your label guy was like, "Hold off on that. That's not the song we want to open with." And I was yeah, like, "Labels, man." And I was like, "I was like, what are you talking about? This song is crazy." And I used to do a thing called "Well Smells a Hit," and I was like, "I don't care what the label wants or whatever. This song, like, touches me." And I and I. And I understand, like going back, like you're a straight man. The perception of you might be warped if that's what people know you as. I guess,、yeah. and maybe in that time, people were a little less tolerant of it. But I would say this: that it goes.、Uh, it's a credence to how amazing of a songwriter you are. That it's kind of your story, but not really. And it made me feel like I knew this kid, and I felt、yeah. for this kid. You know. Totally. You've got a new record out as of pretty recently, right? Called World War Me. Yeah, it came out two, not even two weeks ago. It'll be two weeks on Friday. You showed me the picture of the the cover art, and it looks like you're throwing up your hat, I guess, in the air, and the hat、mm-hmm. is like completely covering your face. And when you first showed it to me, I was like, "Oh, cool! Like a gramoph, like an old gramophone."、And、yeah, that's so funny. You're the first person to point that out, and since you said that, so many people have said that. That's a nice looking cocktail, man. What are you it, drinking? It is vodka with it's like an Italian soda with like San Pellegrino or something. Oh right, right, right. Do you know right, what I'm right. talking about? Yeah, it's got、yeah. a tinfoil on top. It's delicious. My God,、uh, but yeah, they, they, it, you were the first person who said it looked like a gramophone, and then ever since then, people have been saying that. But we were never. That was actually never the intention. And when I was doing the artwork, I didn't even think about it. It's so funny. It, it totally looks like that. Well, hopefully, it wins you a Grammy. Is what I'm hoping for. That would be perfect. Yeah. What do you want me to play from this record, dude? Play nothing changes. First track off the record. It's not a single. My label would probably be mad that I didn't do it, but、uh, we'll clo- it. we'll close、single. out the interview with、uh, your single. How about that? Okay, great. That sounds great. Should I make one cocktail? Yes. Can I do that while on on this thing? Yeah. Legally, we're only allowed to play thirty seconds of your song, so you've got. I gotta make this drink in thirty seconds. Yeah. <laughs> Is that legal? That's legal. Like, otherwise, you gotta like get it cleared or something. I don't know. Maybe just don't sue us then if we play more. I'm not gonna sue you. All right, cool. I want to make you. I want to get to the chorus.
Keep doing the work, so but nothing changes. What are you, what are you talking about there? Uh, my life. Yeah. Uh, my career, my mental state, my emotions, my relationships. Nothing seems to fucking change. <laughs> well, maybe if you invited some new friends to your pizza parties, things would change. <laughs> the show's called Your Favorite Thing. So we'd like to talk about what our favorite things are. It could be something that you're binging, something that you're reading, some music that you're into. It could be anything. It could be... I did a whole seven minutes the other day on how much I love hose water and drinking out of it. So it literally could be anything. Okay. What are some of your favorite things? Some of my favorite things, my new typewriter makes me sound like a hipster fuck, but like I'm really enjoying, I bought a new typewriter. Uh, I'm really enjoying just sitting down and writing on it. I know that sounds so, God, I'm such a cliche. I'm enjoying, I just bought this uh, old Italian vintage uh, espresso machine. Yep. Uh, You want to see it? Yeah, I do. By the way, also, I have a typewriter, and I'm not even a musician or a writer. Wow. Look at this thing. That's beautiful. It's, like, really impossible to use. So it's it's becoming a sort of an obsession. Yeah. I'm really into uh, – I'm learning Italian. I'm moving to Italy in the summer, so I'm learning Italian. Why are you moving to Italy? Because I'm having a midlife crisis. Yep. That checks so I thought, out. So I would have my uh, eat, pray, love moment. You know, I just already <laughs> put love recently. Uh I've been, uh, <laughs> I've been doing a lot of yoga, uh, and now I'm going to move to Italy and take a, an intensive Italian course, and I'm going to learn to make bread in Sicily, and I'm just going to have this whole Italian experience. All right. Um, can I ask a question that I see you and other musicians talking about a lot, and I need to know the facts behind it? Go for it. Why are you guys mad at Spotify right now? Well, I've always been sort of mad at Spotify, but eventually I realized that I've I'm never going to beat them, so I should probably join them. Yeah. Um, however, recently, there was this new law that's been trying to be passed uh, called the Music Modernization Act, which basically updates the payment rules for songwriters because the, the, the way that songwriters have been paid hasn't changed in the last 100 years. However, the way that music has been consumed has changed dramatically in the last 100 years. And we, as songwriters, are not being paid properly for it. We're being paid next to nothing, actually. And now with Spotify like, and streaming, it's just sort of impossible to make any money. Uh, so anyway, this new bill was passed called the Music Modernization Act, and, and, and it helped us get paid a little more. But basically, all the streaming services except Apple have repealed it. So now it's all up in the air again. So Spotify, this company that sort of claims to champion uh, this is really going to fuck me. This is going to come back and bite me in the ass. I know it. You know, they sort of do all these like spotlight on all these songwriter geniuses, but like they're fucking us. They're, they're deciding to appeal this law that would help us be paid correctly. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so that's what, that's what's going on is they sort of stabbed us in the back, essentially. How do you even get without the volume, without having like the sort of push from a label or the money to get added onto a playlist? How do you even get there? And this is the thing, right? Labels have regained the control that they lost in the early 2000s because they lost the control and it was back in the hands of the kids. And now I think labels with their relationship with all these streaming services and playlists, they can pay the money to the playlist curators so that they've sort of regained control and they've regained the money. They're making a shitload of money again. And like independent artists are really struggling again. Unless you have a viral video, but even then you still have to, you're still fighting against 
a million of the songwriters and you have to do something really dramatic in order to even get your music heard like i seriously thought about making my album cover my a picture of my dick like yeah. i really thought about it for a second why like, what what made you not do it because <laughs> it just seemed slightly inappropriate but i was just <laughs> like how am i going to even stand out and like it if you do something controversial like that, maybe it'll get some press and then maybe people will be interested. Maybe that'll be my next record cover. What would you name that record? Um, Greg's holding some, some meat. <laughs> oh my God. You let me know when you come up with a good title, man. That one wasn't good enough. Okay. I'll keep, I'll keep workshopping it. All right. We'll ask, ask the YFTers out there what you think. All right. You got any other favorite things? What are you watching right now? What are you binging? Ooh. Um, I just. I'm watching uh, Barry right now. I oh, love it. Dude, are you on season two? Yeah. Dude, that show, we've talked about it before. That show is amazing. And here's why I think it's one of the best shows on TV right now. Aside from the writing and Henry Winkler being a fucking genius. That's the Fonz, by the way, who is Barry's acting coach. The funniest guy on the show plays the... the old guy, right? No, no, no. I think the funniest guy in the show is Bill Hader, the, the, the creator and the star of it. Really? The funniest actor on the show is Bill Hader. He's, he was an SNL. He's a comedic actor. The amazing thing about that show is the funniest actor plays it completely straight, and everyone else is hilarious. I, well, I see what you're saying. Right, yeah, yeah. Like, actually, the funniest actor, not the funniest character. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, the yeah. guy that is the funniest guy in the room. He's so serious. Yes. My favorite character is that is that bald guy. Yes. The... the <laughs> The guy who plays like the sort of gangster, but he's just so like charismatic and just loves life and yeah. so appreciative of everything. I love that character. So Sarah's good friends with that guy. And so every time we watch it, she's like, I'm so happy for him. He's doing so well. He's the best part of the uh, show. And I'm like, yes, he's carrying this. Him and Henry Winkler both carry that show. It's uh, such a good show. Yeah, it's well written. All right, dude, I know that you've got some friends over, so I don't want to uh, take too much of your time, but the new record is called World War Me. It, you need to go lit, buy it, I guess, uh, at gregholden.com. Is that where you go? Gregholdenonline.com. Gregholdenonline.com? Yeah, that's. I could. I didn't get Greg Holden. It's some like, graphic designer or something. Fucking asshole that guy is. Yeah, he's uh, pissed off. Is he? <laughs> yeah. If you Google my name, he, he, he's never going he, to show up. He's never going to amount to anything. You should make him do your <laughs> dick cover album art next time. He might beat me to it. He makes like uh, internet books. So maybe he'll make the next like viral internet book and with a picture of his dick. Maybe he heard it. He'll hear it here and be like, I'm going to beat that guy to it. That's a good idea. We the, more Just both of you guys... Both your dicks on the cover. Just Greg holding dicks just, everywhere. Just everyone's Greg <laughs> holding on some dick. I'm fully going to do that for my next album. I think Fuck you it. should. Do you have a good looking dick? It's okay. Yeah. It's a fine looking dick. All right. How you, is this what we're talking about? <laughs> dude, this is what this show is. Uh, <laughs> but it's great stuff. What's the single, bro? The single, the most recent one is called I'm Not Your Enemy. And I wrote it with a good friend of mine, Garrison Starr, the day after Donald Trump was elected. Oh, wow. So, political song or? Actually, not political. It's more of a peace offering. It tries, to, it's called I'm Not Your Enemy. So, it's sort of like, hey, I'm on, I know I'm on this other side, but I'm not, you know, we're not that different. Like, why, why are we all sort of getting in each other's faces about this? Yeah. Because we wanted to write that fuck you song. But I think we, there was so much hatred going around the internet that we were like, let's write something more, you know, more compassionate. Like, let's write something that maybe will bring people together. 
it didn't work, but uh, you know, like let's. <laughs> but uh, the only way Donald that's, Trump that's, is listening to your record is if you got your cock on the cover, bro. All right. Totally. <laughs> By the way, do you ever wonder if uh, Donald Trump calls his erect penis the Trump Tower? Oh my God, he totally does. <laughs> Holy shit. You know that? Oh my god. Totally I think I'm gonna call my Oh, this is a classy interview, Wells. This is a classy interview. Only love can save us now. As we're singing the song, as we're singing it back. Only love can save us now, bro. What did you say? I'm listening to your song. Only love can save us now. And maybe picture of a penis. <laughs> Desperate and divided. With no one backing down. Don't turn away from me now. Oh, I'm not your enemy. Just an unfamiliar friend. You might not recognize me from before the war began. And how could you Is that Garrison Star in the background or doing harmonies with you? It is. We wrote actually half the record together. Really? Yeah, she's the best. You got some shows coming up we got to know about? Oh, yeah, dude, I'm on tour. Uh, I'm, I should probably mention that. I'm going on tour on the East Coast uh, next week, starting next week. And I'll be on the West Coast uh, as of the 1st of June. And I'll be in Europe. If you have any European listeners, I'll be in Europe all of May. Oh, we're huge in Italy, dude. So yeah, great. great, I love it. Uh, I'll, be, I'll be actually be playing in Nashville on May fifth. In Nashville, Nashvilleians out there. The where basement. at? Nice. The OG or the Basement East? I think the OG. I'm. Tra- I picked the smallest venues I could find because I haven't toured in America for a while, so I wanted to be safe. Yeah. Uh, Greg Holden, I love you so much, my man, even though you don't invite me to your pizza parties, but it's fine. I'm going to be totally fine. I'll not worry about it. All right. Fuck, I lost you. Oh, no, that was so awkward. It's probably going to be more awkward now. Yeah, I was saying I love you so much, even though you don't invite me to your pizza parties, but it's fine. You know, you too, dude. And I I promise I won't give you a a pity invite. I'll invite you when I really want you to be there. Okay, cool. All right, dude. Have a great night, man. And uh, thanks for being on YFT, bro. You too, dude. Thanks for having me. Later, bud. Bye. Are we good? I'm not your enemy. I'm not your enemy. Only love can save us now. I'm Natalie Barbu, host of the Real Real Podcast, where we go behind the highlight reel to find out what's really going on in the lives of content creators, entrepreneurs, and everyone in between. After quitting my corporate job to start my own businesses, I realized that while things might look glamorous on our Instagram feeds, things can get real behind the scenes. You can listen to The Real Real every Monday to start off your week with some realness and inspiration. Find my podcast wherever you're listening right now and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a beat. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.